okay, so basically what I was thinking about, um, just like moving forward, like all the things that I want in life, you know what I mean? And all the things that I don't think I want in life, but I maybe kind of do really want those things, you know, for example, like a Range Rover, like, you know how I am with cars, you know, this is how I've always been with cars. I love cars. I fucking love them. Would I, ha- would I have one and be excited? Absolutely. You know what I mean? But if I didn't get one either, I'm just, I'm indifferent about it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it would have been nice, but it's not the end all be all. But then I thought about it, like, how much shit am I doing that with? How much shit am I telling myself that I don't want? Because I don't want to do what it takes to get that thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because everything we say we don't want, realistically, is not stuff we don't want. Right. Certain things is stuff we don't think we'll ever have. So you tell yourself you don't want it so you don't feel bad for not having it every day. Right. But you also hold Just yourself... Just a Range Rover. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. But you also hold yourself... I don't like that one. That's ugly. The older, the older ones. But yeah. I, what was that? The sport? But anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so the fucking... Um, some of the shit you want, you sell yourself short on too by telling yourself you don't want it because then you don't take the necessary steps to get it. So, I mean, maybe you hit the fucking lottery. Maybe you win a game show. I don't know. Maybe you get the shit, but nine times out of 10, you're not going to get it because you're not doing what it takes to have this and maintain it. So then I'm thinking like, okay, what are those things? You know what I mean? And, and a Range Rover is one of those things. I do want a Range Rover. So now my mind is like, how do I get one? You know what I mean? It's not like, uh, if it happens for you, cool. Now it's like, okay, how do I make this happen? What, what what are the necessary steps? And it's changing my perceptions on other things. Like, mostly friendships with people. Relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, like my kids' moms. The shit that I have going on outside of what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to do. So I thought about it like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make sense of it. Like, why am I in this position to there's all these things that I don't think I want. But like when I get around them, when I'm doing it, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This would make me happy. <laughs> you feel me? And it's not really hella steps to get it. Like you gonna have to change your life. Absolutely. And it's going to be hard. But it's not like, you know, life altering shit you got to do. Right. You got to change a few habits of yours and a few routines and then. Money. It ain't gonna be when you want it, you know, but you can fucking get it. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, like, okay, how does one, you know, do that? How does one get into that instant of how do I have something that I don't have? How do I get something that I don't have right now? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you really just gotta fucking put yourself out there. Like, you really gotta put yourself out there, not, not, not in a stupid way. Like, right. Not to the reason we had the fucking housing crisis because y'all niggas was getting all these leases and mortgages that y'all of shit y'all knew y'all couldn't afford. Not shit like that. But you got to create realistic plans and put yourself out there. You know what I mean? You got to make commitments to shit. That's why, like, when I take trips, I do them the way I do. A lot of people like to sit and plan the whole fucking trip out. I like to do the shit like I do the events. I want to plan me getting there. And then I want to pay for me getting there. So, like, I'm making a commitment to going on this trip. Mm -hmm. So, now that I got my flight, oh, shit, I'm going to need a fucking place to stay. Let me find a place to stay. Now I know I'm going to a big-ass city. I got the flight, got the place to stay. I'm going to need a car, maybe. All right, cool. Now we moving on to the rental. Mm -hmm. 
we got the place, we got the flight, we got the rental. Now we gonna make the plans because I'm coming here for a reason. So we kicking it now. Now we about to figure out what we doing next. And then boom, you know what I mean? It's all put together. But I made a commitment. If I just sit and plan and like, oh, I'm gonna pay the trip when it's time to go. Most people ain't gonna go on that fucking trip. Because mm -hmm. everything else going on in your life looks seems more important for that money at the time mm -hmm. and i mean we're human so savings account is cool but you can also just move that shit right back into your check-in <laughs> like do do <laughs> it's on your car your car real healthy now you know what i mean but when you done book that fucking flight and i'm not no i don't like canceling shit type of person so when i book a flight i'm going Unless I go. Y'all better hit me with the go. Corona and Ebola. Like, y'all, I'm going to need both because I'm going. This motherfucker's booked. It better be something that's two times as good as me going to this place for me We're to bad. not go to this motherfucking place. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, to me, it's like we got to be like that with our fucking lives. Even how I'm thinking, like, about the house now. Like... You just got to fucking put yourself out there. Yeah. Because if you fail, what's the worst that can happen? Get back to where you were. And you got a lesson now. A lesson that nobody else can teach you but experience. Right. And them lessons have been paying it forward way more in my life than lessons I've been getting from other motherfuckers. <laughs> them been the best lessons I done had when I done seen some shit. And I can't, I, I can't even argue with myself about what I just seen. I seen this shit. It's, it is fact now. I'm writing it in stone. This nigga did dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and this is how it got me fucked up right here. And this is in stone. This is a commandment now. This ain't never going to change. I'm never going to be cool with what the fuck you just did. You know what I mean? So it's like, to me, we got to be like that shit. We got to be like that with fucking everything in our lives. From the small things we want to do as cars to the big things. Mm -hmm. A motherfucker wanted to move to another country. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to us, in that right, in that regard, we are super fucking spoiled when it comes to foreigners. Like, they had to uproot their whole life and move to another country to start a new life as an adult. Can you imagine how much push you would have had to do to fucking do that because i would have been talking about this shit with months with my niggas i'm out of here i'm out of, you know what i mean and i'm and i'm still in this bitch what happened bro you ain't moved to america nah uh, some shit came up at work like nigga what <laughs> i thought you quit the job nah man they uh they gave me 25 cent raise i'm gonna hang out here but that's how american would look at it you know what i mean the fuck the smallest thing is going to keep them from doing what they claim they want to do the most mm -hmm. i just don't get how you can have that two ways like that like if you really love this if you're really passionate about something nothing should get in the way from you doing this logically exactly and that's kind of why like after the the three big decisions that we made like even just more most recently like it's a matter of execution you know what i mean this is mm -hmm. what i want this is how i want it and and i'm a spoiled brat in that nature where i, I said that that's what i want and i'm not going for shit the fuck else you know what i mean mm -hmm. like and if i go for anything else it, that means it's better than what mm -hmm. i had planned for so i feel like a lot of people a lot of people my age and a lot of people between our ages don't have that get up and go they don't have yeah. that 
they're like, oh, if it don't work out, then it don't work out. They're like, if this one, I just picked up three things. If one of these things don't work out, I still have room for another thing, and I'm going to put something yeah. else in that hand because my end goal is X. Uh-huh. My end goal is to be able to do this X, Y, and Z. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be tired. Yeah, I'm going to be exhausted. Yeah, I might be a little snappy. But uh-huh. it's all in the name of what we want at the end of the rainbow. What's on the other side of the rainbow. Uh-huh. And because I can see it, now I can hone in and focus on like the fine details. Yeah. And I've, I saw where I'm going. I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going to be. But you got tunnel vision now. But now I can... Take this big Golden Gate Bridge and focus on the one brick that started it. Mm-hmm. And then build my way up <laughs> to this fucking bridge. Yeah. That's funny that you're saying that. Because, like, that's literally how I look at it. You know what I mean? And I and I had to... That's why I be realizing about you. Like, you think differently than people your age think. You know? And you're yeah. thinking in ways like that I'm just coming into thinking in the last couple of years. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. 31. So, it's like... I know people in my twenties. We didn't think like that. We didn't. We never thought like that. Sometimes you do have to go in your thinking. You have to go backwards to go forwards. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we think ourselves through so many fucking problems and so many people connected to those problems. You know what I mean? And there's so many ways. And 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 if you're a stubborn person like me, like you're definitely not thinking you're the problem. So now I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with all you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? But if I've been in so many situations and so many scenarios where I've seen through every person and every outlet and everything they did, and it still wasn't the problem and there's something still wrong with me, I had to go back to square one, which is me. I have to be the problem. Mm -hmm. I have to change something I'm doing because I ridiculed and criticized all you motherfuckers and I still felt shitty at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So then I had to go backwards. Like, I'm the problem. You know what I mean? I have to change myself. And I feel like that's how I know when I see a lot of people. And yeah, the whole toxic shit is being overused, but that doesn't mean it's wrong either. I'm not just going to dismiss something because a bunch of people were saying, oh, people use toxic too much. Y'all niggas is toxic for real. Like, I, like what the fuck? Like, they're not lying. Yeah, it's being overused and yeah, they're reaching with some shit, but... A lot of this stuff is on point for real. Mm -hmm. And that's how I look at people's situations. And I never am judgmental to the point like, oh, I don't want y'all to work. But if I see two motherfuckers who are fist fighting each other every night, I'm not about to think y'all about to be happily married for 30 years. Right. Like, I can see what the fuck y'all are doing. And I know where that leads. It leads to one of y'all being in jail and one of y'all being in a grave. Like, I know that's not about to work out. So I'm not going to be overly fucking positive and nice with people either. Just because everybody's so fucking sensitive. Because I know for a fact when a nigga call y'all toxic, y'all not going to look in the mirror and seeing how how toxic am I. Damn, are they right or not? You're just dismissing the shit because you already know it's fucking true and you don't want to deal with it. But don't get mad at me for calling a spade a spade, my nigga. You want it to look like that. I didn't tell you to dress up like that. You walk around in a clown uniform, we're going to call you a clown. Like, what else we going to call you? Nigga, I I serve ice cream. Nigga, what you mean clown? Nigga, you look like a clown. (laughs) Like... (laughs) (laughs) i associate shit that looks similar to each other like y'all twins (laughs) the fuck (laughs) like and and that's when i had to realize like yes the world is too judgmental but the world's also too sensitive Mm -hmm. (laughs) like 
the fuck? Yes, niggas are being super harsh. And yes, y'all are being little pussies. Like, both is happening at the same time. So what we gonna do? We gonna be upset about the shit or we just gonna live our lives? Because we're different. Y'all are sensitive little pussies and we're fucking over-speaking, over-spoken bastards. Like, I don't... <laughs> the fuck? So I hang with more bastards. I don't hang with pussies. So how you live your life doesn't affect me. And I used to let that affect me. Like, why is people so sensitive? And, and now I just don't give a fuck. You're trying to hear my message in a certain way. This motherfucker who knows me more than anything is cool with everything I say. You motherfuckers who only know me here and there and on social media get offended by everything I say. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because you don't fucking know me. Right. How could he ever say that about his kids? Nigga, fuck these kids. Like, what you talking about? You don't know me, sis. <laughs> Don't ever get too comfortable. The fuck? <laughs> that nigga look like he only eat vegetables. Nigga, I only eat steak. You don't know me. <laughs> like, stop pretending y'all know me because social media. It's going to hurt your feelings every time. And, I, and you're going to look like a sensitive little fucking kitten every time. Like, the fuck? I, I can't. You know what I mean? Like, I got to say what the fuck is going on. Like, this shit got to come out. I love you. I love you too. But that's how, like, that's, I'm at that point in life now to where it's like, I'm just going to throw myself out there mm -hmm. because I don't know where it's going. And it could be something I really want. It could be something I never thought I would want, but I'm never going to know unless I fucking start that journey. Like, I'm never going to know unless I say I'm moving to another country and my bags are packed and my flight is booked. I have arrangements. I got interviews set up. It's never going to happen until you do those processes to make it happen. But just saying it's going to happen ain't going to work. I understand everybody is taking baby steps because we grew up in a time to where religion was our only thoughts. And now that we're having our own thoughts and a lot of them are out side of what we were taught people are uncomfortable and people don't want to be themselves because other people are uncomfortable and they don't want to make up people uncomfortable but you're making yourself uncomfortable because you're not being yourself so if everyone makes themselves uncomfortable everybody's uncomfortable mm -hmm. so if we're already going to be uncomfortable let's just fucking be uncomfortable and be yourself because you could also do the easy life and have a shitty life Niggas act like because they doing the easy life, they're going to be happy. You can also take the fucking bullshit job that you don't really want. Stay in the bullshit relationship you don't really want. But you know it's easy. They're not going anywhere. You can half-ass do everything in your life and still be a miserable fucking prick. So why not just do the shit that you want to do? Because that's going to be the hardest shit that you have to do. And it's not going to be the hardest shit because it's the hardest shit. It's going to be the hardest shit because of where we came from. People don't understand that. That is powerful. Like, that's why this whole Black History Month shit, I'm just above all of that. Like, my my history is every day. It's all the time. It's constant. It, I don't want to celebrate it like it's a fucking holiday. And I'm over these fucking holidays, too. Like, at the end of the day, I know how fucking great I am, but I know how fucked up I am because of where we came from. Like, we're literally not that far removed from slavery. I know we talk about it like it was thousands of years ago, but that shit was current for real. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us are still dealing with the effects of that. So, no, I don't have the same advantages of someone who grew up with two healthy ass parents in the house and gave them everything, gave them the right schooling, had a million dollars in the bank. And they are well off more than a lot of us. You know what I mean? And that's fine because their race ain't my race. And it's okay that they got it before I get it. Yes, sometimes I feel uncomfortable just learning shit at 30 that I felt like I should have learned at 16. But who am I to say that? You know what I mean? Who am I to say 16-year-olds need to know this? 
18-year-olds need to know that. I knew niggas in and out of jail at 18. I knew niggas who had never had a job in their life at 18. Like, both of their lives was drastically different at 18. And this nigga who was in and out of jail and shit grew up a lot faster than this motherfucker did. They were very sheltered and they didn't learn a lot of shit that you had to learn living on the streets cooking your own meals at night when you don't know where your parents are. And you still got to go to school tomorrow. You know what I mean? So how can I set a same precedence for both of y'all at 18 and say, you need to look like him and you need to look like him? How? Y'all came from two different places. And it's all these insecurities and it's all these shit that brings people down and makes them not want to grow and not want to change and not want to get better. And we blame it on the world, but we do that shit to ourselves. Like the motherfuckers you're involved with, you're choosing to be involved with these motherfuckers. The business you do, you're choosing to do that business. How you sleep, where you sleep, what you eat, that is your fucking choice. Because you have the choice to change that shit. So the fact that it hasn't changed, get back to square one. It's you. Change you and your life will change. I am a testament to that shit. I have groups of people who only know a 10 year span of me. So I have niggas from college who only know college about me. They don't know nothing I did outside of college, how I think, how I talk, how I move, what I eat, how I dress, nothing. So all these people, I keep them in that spectrum. You know what I mean? If we doing some college related shit, I'm gonna hit my college niggas up. But I'm not bringing my college niggas up to talk about my relationship and about life shit. You don't know that me. You gonna give me a college answer. Like, oh, nigga, just get drunk and fuck her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's not helpful for me at, in 30s. Like, that was cute when we was teens and in the 20s. I don't want to do that no more. I did that. So I think that's why, like, I want to, these rants be so important to me in these messages because I'm literally trying to speak through my life of what the fuck I done seen and what's done happened so people don't have to deal with this same shit and go through the same shit because if you start off ahead more ahead than I was at 18 you got more of a span to do great things but if you wait till I'm 30 because I figured it out at 30 and now you're gonna wait till you're 30 to figure it out you wasting time you know what I mean that don't make sense to do that mm -hmm. if you can know right now know right now what are you waiting for we got to stop waiting for education and fucking knowledge. I'm going to wait a couple more years and I'm going to learn to do this. Nigga, learn to do it right now. Why not? I just had that talk with my nigga Sada. Like, shout out to my nigga Sada. But I just had to talk with him. Um, and and, and I'm, I, don't, I, I don't interact with them as much as I can. I'm not going to say as much as I should. I'll say as much as I can, I don't. And I have room to where I can interact with them more. So I've been talking to like him more and Jay and Carl. Like I talk to them more about personal shit. You know what I mean? So like when I was talking to him earlier, I'm just talking to him and I'm just like, like, do you cook? <laughs> He's like, nah, not really. I'm like, you should cook. Cause he sent me a picture. He posted a picture of some salmon online. I'm like, this looks good as fuck. And he's like, yeah, I didn't cook it. I'm like, do you cook? He's like, no, I'm like, you should cook. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, like cooking's kind of like my peaceful alone time. Like I'm in my head when I'm cooking, like I'm having a party. It's like a party of one in this bitch. So I'm like, you know what I mean? I think that, that uh, like, try that out. Not even like it'll work for you. Just try it out. You know what I mean? So he like, all right, like what, like YouTube? Like, I don't, I'm like, yeah, YouTube, but like Pinterest too. And he's like, oh, I thought Pinterest was just like uh, pictures and shit. I'm like, no, nah, it's like videos on there and instructions. I'm like, it's helpful. Like, trust me, I'm not the most 
kitchen, regardless of the shit I talk, I'm just a shit talker. And what I post online about food, I am not the most savvy nigga in the kitchen. Like, so for me to cook some of it, like when I made lasagna, I was shocked for like two weeks because those was the dishes I wouldn't cook because I'm like, I'm not Bobby Flay. Like, you know what I mean? I can't fucking make lasagna. And these noodles is weird. Like, what? what is, I, I ain't never dealt with these noodles. Like, I, it would intimidated me for years. And I just threw myself out there and made this shit. Like, I was so happy with myself. And you know me. I'm not a very expressive person. I was happy. Like, I was dancing. I turned some music on. That first bite was good as fuck. <laughs> and I'm dancing around this bitch. Dancing around the house. Eating the lasagna out the damn thing on top. Like Garfield, I'm so happy to let the kids try it and shit. Like this was recently. This was maybe like three years ago. So I was like really, like rode a blunt and everything. It was a celebration. Like I could have went to sleep at that point, and the day was a great day. Like I'm cool. It's probably like six o'clock. I'm like I don't. Anything that happened after this point is bonus today. <laughs> like a nigga happy in this bitch. You know what I mean? So I'm like, more people need to experience that. And that's why I'm starting to push like my beliefs on them. But I don't want them to believe it. I push my beliefs on them because I want them to try it and see if it's for them or not. I always want everyone to try new shit to see if it's for you. I'm not trying to convert you to me. You're never you'll never be me and like what I like because we're not the same people. Mm -hmm. I'll never like what you like. I can bring myself, you know, to tolerate it and be around it and support it like, you know, the shows and shit like I can do it. It's not going to kill me to sit here and watch your show that I'm not super excited about. You know what I mean? And show some interest. So to me, it's like, just do those things. And, you know, he has he has his relationship and shit now. And it's like, I've never seen him this happy with somebody. Mm -hmm. I've never seen him with anybody, honestly, that I felt like it was even this. So for you to call this your relationship and you feel like this is a relationship. Damn, you can't really say you've had too many relationships, can you? Because I ain't never seen you like this. And I know you feel it, nigga, because you look different. Like the nigga used to be skinny. Like the nigga got that healthy, happy weight on him now. Like, nigga, you look good. Like you out, you in the gym, he in the gym and everything. Eating salmon and shit. Like, I'm like, okay, like. Bro, happy. So I need to now. This is what I said. I always wanted. I always wanted my niggas to put themselves in a position to where we could always be level in each other's lives. I never wanted to surpass them and then keep them along. And it's kind of like I'm forced. I'm like I'm spoon feeding you my life. I wanted you to already have that in your life and then we could come together. So if you have a happy healthy home, I feel comfortable at your house. But if you're my nigga, I've known forever and you don't have a healthy, you know happy, healthy home. I don't want to come over. Like, I don't want to be in that space. And I love you to death. But most of the times we meet, it'll be in public and shit. And like, I, and I, and I be weary of you being in my space sometimes, you know what I mean? Cause there's, you contribute to your house being unhealthy, like flat the fuck out. We all contribute to where we're living, being unhealthy. And even if it's just your enabling shit to happen around you, that keeps it like this. Cause you can also put your foot down and you can leave. So when you're choosing to stay somewhere, I'm weary of you being in my space. So now that I have my nigga and he's so fucking happy, he's so excited, like, I'm, I just want to, and, and he really looks at me like a brother and that shit really touches me, you know what I mean? So now I just want to share with him everything I love. And I'm not attached to these things for him. And I used to be like that. I wanted you to love what I loved because I thought that was love. We didn't know what the fuck love was, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
Love is compromise. You have your shit. I, you love. I have my shit. I love. Let's bring these things together. I'm going to bring you to my shit, you know, like to the movies and shit. You're going to take me to your stuff, like the fashion shows and shit. Like, no. Am I the most comfortable in this situation? No. Am I the happiest? No. But I see how happy it makes you. And again, these are feelings that should be showing you how you feel about this person. If you don't give a fuck about the things they like, I mean, ding, ding, ding. Like, that should tell you everything you need to know. This ain't going to last. Because a nigga who trying to be happy going to do the things they like all the time. So if you don't like the things they like, nigga, you don't like them. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But y'all wasting each other's time. So now to find him like this, I want to contribute even because we're long distance. He lives in another state. So now I want to contribute to you through education. I want to contribute to you through me being genuine with you. You know what I mean? Because we don't none of me and my niggas talk as much as we can. None of us. And it's all of our faults. It's not one person's fault that all oh, this nigga got in a relationship and we don't talk. Nigga, it's your fault too, because you can reach out too. So it's all of our faults why we're here. Mm -hmm. But we can also change. We can also do something different. You know what I mean? And now the fact that he's so happy and I'm seeing that, it made me realize. I just wasn't comfortable with expressing all those things when I didn't know what was happening in y'all's lives. And it wasn't that I was judging y'all, but I had to guard my peace. I have to guard my peace against everybody, even the people I love. So with certain things, I have to guard my peace. And if you're giving me red flags, I'm going to stand back. Now, if you come to me because I'm standing back, like why are you standing back? That can be a conversation and we can figure it out. But I'm going to move back if I feel threatened if my peace feels threatened i'm i will remove myself if i'm in the room with anyone there's no one that's an exception to that rule so now that you're talking to me only about positivity you're talking to me only about how happy she makes you some days i don't know if it's your her social media you're posting her so much every you're starting to say poetry you're starting to write books you're not just having conversation I have friends who are in relationships that have conversations about their woman, but they're not like really speaking about her. You can say this shit about any woman, but this is specific. When I'm writing this poetry, this is specific. This is about one motherfucker. That's why poetry's so deep. Because if it's a sad piece, you you made me sad. If it's a love piece, you you made me love you. You know what I mean? Which is different than loving everybody. Loving one specific person for all your good and bad that's special. That's different. You know what I mean? So now that I see that in him, I'm compelled. Like, it's like a magnet. I want to be closer. I want to know more. I want to see what's going on. Like we having longer, lengthier conversations now. Cause I'm a quick conversation ass nigga. I'm in and out. Like if I'm here for this, I'm here for this. I'm not about to be sweet talking you all day to be like, Oh, can you send me $10 for gas? Like you got 10 for me for this tank? No? All right, cool. I got more messages to make. Like, that, come on. So now we talking, you know what I mean? And he nigga done sent me the screenshot, showed me the shit, downloading the Pinterest. I'm like, okay, like, now I'm about to, now I'm about to keep it going. Because how we are with people, how we are with friends in 2020, I could have did all those things that I just said and speak on how great they are, because they are, because I don't always do that with people. And it left it there. And then he's on his own journey now. Or I can text you in a week like, nigga, did you cook something yet? No? Okay, when you gonna cook? I gave you the app. <laughs> I told you about the cooking. When you gonna cook something? 
even throwing ideas like this is the easier kind of beginner kind of you know what I mean you really just dabbling type of you make your first french toast you're like oh shit like I can cook <laughs> you know what I mean type of dish I can always take the initiative and I am that person I'm definitely going to get a nigga started but I don't always see them through their journey you know what I mean because I had so many journeys that I was trying to see niggas through so now I only got five fucking people like, realistically, when I have days where I'm sitting here and I'm bored as fuck, I could be talking to one of you motherfuckers. And in all the times to where we're like, I have no life and Columbus is so lame. And I see people saying that shit like, nigga, have you checked on your kids? Have you checked on your loved ones? Have you checked on your life? Like, there's something we always can be fucking doing. You know what I mean? And we choose not to. And as much as I hate talking on the phone, that's easy. That's not a hard thing to do for me. That's not hard for me to bring myself to call my niggas and have a conversation with them. You know what I mean? But I convinced myself that I didn't want those things because they grew up and they have their own minds and they have their own kids and their own families and they're too busy because that's what I knew when I grew up. You know what I mean? That's all I knew is people worked all the time. So now that I'm realizing we have much more time to do everything because a lot of those functions have been simplified. So now we can do shit that took them six hours in an hour. So we got more time in our day. You know what I mean? Transportation's different now. We can get to work faster than they when they had to take three buses to get to work every day. So our lives are different. And we have to account for that time. So when I was seeing that, I felt like, Oh, man, when I say my niggas are my brothers, they are my brothers. Like, I look to them, I look at their accomplishments, and it warms my heart. Like, I'm so fucking happy for them. You know what I mean? And I see the dumb shit they do, and it pisses me off so fucking bad. But I don't intervene. I keep that distance. I keep that, we're grown now. We're adults. You have your life, I have mine. We'll see you on vacations and out at outings, because that's what we were taught as kids. That's how they treated each other for real. I didn't have that tight-knit niggas is over at your house playing cards and shit every night. And my homies had that. We used to go to their house and kicked it. Because all his dad's people was over here every night and they were super close to each other. They would have conversations. They would tell each other they ain't shit. They would congratulate each other when they was doing good shit. I'm like, this is awesome. They all fucking involved with each other's relationships and stuff. And kids. We don't have that. You know what I mean? I wasn't raised in that, so I wouldn't know to do that. I wouldn't know that this is how it's supposed to go. I didn't even know that world existed until middle school. You know what I mean? So now it's kind of like, I want that. So again, throwing yourself out there. Like, how do we get that? And it's not moving these niggas in with us. Mm -mm. It's a conversation. You start here and there. You send a text. It's an extra call. You see something on social media instead of a like. It's a comment. You DM them and just tell them like I do all the time. My niggas can attest to how proud I am of these niggas, especially the people I grew up with. And I see where they are now. Just told my nigga Rail, shout out to him the other day. He got so many businesses, just had his first kid. And I'm looking from where he was to where I used to walk around the corner of this nigga's house. And he was a whole different person back then. I was a whole different person. So to see where you are now and through all the adversity, you found a way to grow. Through there was no soil, there was no dirt, there was no rain, there was no sun, there was cement. And you found a way to bloom through that shit. That is fucking remarkable to me. Like, that blows my fucking mind. I love when a nigga makes a million dollars. That's awesome. But seeing a nigga come up from a fucking shitty situation when the odds was against them is remarkable to me. I don't even give a... Man, I've seen the little homies from the hood, like, posting keys like I got my first apartment. And that is such a big fucking thing to them. 
You know, some people that's just casual. You just get apartments and you in and out. That's their first time living on their own, ever having their own, like, I'm really in the thickest shit now. If I don't pay the rent, I'm out next month moment. Like, reality kicks you in the mouth. Like, what's up, nigga? Wake up. <laughs> like, you in it now. And to see that in people, man, and still be around them and feel that love and, and see their growth, you know what I mean? That shit, that's... That's remarkable. And I want to be around that more. I want to feel that love and that energy more. And I know they want to be around my energy. I'm I definitely a, get that vibe from your people. I don't have anybody. I yeah, I'm a shut off person because I'm so like, shut off. I'm just a shut off person. I get that from not even with 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 you. I'm saying like the people, the five around being me being around them. I can feel, feed off of their energy and like I can feel that they just genuinely want things to go right you know what i mean they want things whatever right is they just want things to be kosher with Uh me and even if them wanting things to be kosher with me does not involve you they still want things to be kosher with me yeah exactly i mean exactly and them are people i'm comfortable with being at my house because i don't i would never think they would do no sneaky shit or no weird shit Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that's and that's the point of it all too, where it's it's like I had to, I had to step back to square one, cause it's me. Like I'm I'm distant. I know I'm distant. It's not something I hide from myself. I'm very good at being distant from people. You are. And sometimes I do it, and I'm not realizing I'm doing it because I've done it for so long. So sometimes I just snap in and out of it. It's like people who speak two languages, like fluently all the time every day so sometimes you they'll start off in english and then end the sentence in spanish and then go back to english and they don't even realize what's happening because i just do this all the time so i know what i'm saying in my head makes sense but to you you're like what hold up what's the spanish part that you said like oh my bad i I forgot i do that too my bad (laughs) so i'm trying to learn like there's people i need to be distant with but i don't need to be distant with everybody and everybody has their own distance. Exactly. It has to be moderation. You can't keep. It can't, it can't be too little or too much of anything. It has to be middle. It has to be balanced. And I do, I come from the opposite of balance. I grew up to a, I'm either this or I'm that. There's no middle with anything. Either you fucking with me or you not. So if you fucking with me and you do not fucking with me shit, I'm going to assume you're not fucking with me. There is no middle. Like maybe you're just having a bad day. Maybe sis tired. There's You must not be fucking with me because you're doing not fucking with me shit. <laughs> so I'm just not going to fuck with you. Easy. Boom. But there's a middle. You got to meet people in the middle. Sometimes they. everyone has bad days. Everyone has great days. You can't judge me on my great days and not on my, you know, on my bad days and not on my great days and look at them as one and the same. As happy as this made you and as sad as, as that made you, just meet me in the middle now. You know what I mean? Because you're going to get one of each, one of both at some point. Mm-hmm. I can't say I'm never going to have a bad day. But if you look at that bad day as the end of the world, now I'm nervous. Now I'm, I'm, I'm weary of having a bad day and not being perfect because now I feel like if I have a bad day, you're going to leave. Mm-hmm. And people make you feel like that. I hate that people are like... I never said that. Like, bro, how you act, you make me feel like that. Like, if I leave the house too late, I'm going to come back and you're going to have your shit packed and then left. Like, you really act like that. Mm-hmm. So why would I not move a certain way to avoid that? 
but that's fake. That's not me being me. So it causes problems. It causes resentment in me. And then me being now an ass causes resentment in you. And then these are just the ways that I know those situations ain't going to end up to nothing. It ain't going to end next week. It might not end next year, but this shit has an expiration date. Y'all are slowly starting to resent each other. Because I want you to move like this and you want me to move like this. And it ain't how either one of us want to move. <laughs> so no one wins in that situation. Mm-hmm. I want to be taking on dates. You want to be up in the house. <laughs> and neither one of us are budging. So you're going to be dating other people. And I'm going to be having other people in the house with me. Like, And that's what it turns into. And we look at it as a cardinal fucking sin and not like you two idiots was with the wrong person. And now y'all found the right person. You found somebody that likes doing what you like to do. How is that a wrong thing? You was just with the wrong person. I never got down on myself from cheating. And I was a cheater, cheater, like cheater. Most of my relationships, I cheated most of them. So, like, I'm to the point where I'm trying to make sense of all of this shit and what the fuck is happening because I really don't give a fuck. It is whatever. And sometimes I did care about the person. But if they did some shit to where I'm, like, distant, now I don't give a fuck. Now it's just you set the tone and I guess nobody give a fuck no more. So that's what we doing. And now I'm trying to move differently. I'm trying to understand why I feel that way and why things go that way and why I have such a high expectation for people. And now I'm living in with no expectations. And honestly, it's, it's a thousand times better, a million times. It's an infinite number times better. (laughs) Like all the little arguments and shit I used to have with people. I don't have with you. I don't even feel we would have those arguments. I'm not even turning the corner thinking you about to be mad ever. I used to turn corners in my house and think a nigga, an upset nigga was just on the couch in here. So you don't even want to go in that room sometimes. You you walk in, you want to go left, you just go right. Like, let me go do something else. Because I know it's a nigga in here I'm about to argue with. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work. I'm sitting next to cubicle niggas. I know I'm about to argue with one of y'all. Because mm-hmm. grandma old sis in here thinks she know everything. <laughs> and you young kids think you just so high. You Girl, shut up. <laughs> shut up. I'm looking at your life as where I don't want to be. So if you think I'm about to take your advice, if you try to ridicule my life because you have no control over your kids, so you think you know what the fuck is going on with me, you can kiss my ass. So these are all the people I have to deal with all the fucking time. A bunch of people who don't know me who swear they know me so fucking much. That's not going to end too well with me. Because you're going to be saying shit to me that you don't even know what you're talking about. And now that's going to upset me. Like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Oh, this is a real rant. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to wrap it up because we both keep looking at the watch. <laughs> I keep forgetting we got shit to do today. She is to grab and- Okay, yeah, we're about to wrap this shit up. Book exchange today from 6 to 8 at Hire Hookah Lounge. I don't know the address. You know the address? Mm-hmm. We're going to get it's the address. It's across the street from Drunch on High Street. Man, that's even worse. And it's not on High Street. It's on 4th Street. On 4th Street. My bad. <laughs> 424th Street. I'm putting, I'm banking on it. I ain't a gambling man no more, so I don't want to say I'm putting money on it. No, 1020. Damn, I was close. 1020? 1020 North 4th. I was six off. Okay, 1020 North 4th Street, Higher Hook and Lounge, 6 to 8, Book Exchange. Bring some books, take some books. We got Arthur there. Um, He's a dope dude, so definitely go ahead and check that out. 
Um, enjoy the rest of y'all's fucking weekend. Art.